Welcome to the Courtney Gray Podcast, the show for women who are ready to lose weight permanently and love their body, love the way they feel and look. I'm going to teach you how to stop overeating and obsessing about food and your weight so you can be more confident and empowered to then create an even bigger life. I'm life and body coach Courtney Gray, and each week I'm going to be teaching you how losing and maintaining your ideal weight can be so much easier than it's been in the past. And by taking care of you and achieving your health goals, you will live an even more amazing life than the one you have lived so far. Let's get started. Welcome to the podcast, episode 72, Going All In On Yourself. Happy Memorial Day to you. This podcast, it is actually Memorial Day. I'm writing this podcast and it actually airs tomorrow. So I'm coming in hot and I'm really excited to get personal with you here today. If you have listened to the podcast for a long time, you know a lot about me. If you're a little bit more new, this is going to be kind of fun for you to get to know me. And I really believe that this podcast is going to be inspiring and encouraging and hopefully really clarifying for you as well. So Let me start by talking about what going all in means. What does it mean to you to go all in? I think it's different for people, different, you know, different people have different ideas of what going all in means. So think back to a time when you went all in. Have you even thought about that? Think back to maybe like when you were in college, maybe with a relationship, maybe with a big decision, maybe a job, maybe, maybe even a hobby or a sport. For me, going all in means very being very intentional with my desire and with my energy. It's not just doing something, but really making a very committed decision to do it with desire and energy. So our lives have so many components. You know this, right? We have things we have to do, things we want to do. Sometimes they're not the same. Things we do even though we would rather not. We have things that we feel obligated to do. We do a lot of things in our life without being all in. Things that we just kind of do because we're on autopilot. But may I suggest really deciding to go all in on yourself in certain areas going all in on something you've been wanting to do for yourself, but you've not really taken it seriously. You really haven't kind of given yourself permission to take it seriously. Can you think of an area right now? Sometimes it's something we just haven't given ourselves permission to do. Usually, as women, it's something that we want just for ourselves that doesn't benefit our family. Because A lot of times if it does benefit those around us, we are all in. A lot of times as women, we put other people first. Sometimes we're people pleasers. Sometimes we just really put our kids' needs, our husband's needs, maybe even sometimes our company's needs ahead of our own. So think about an area of your life that you might want to go all in on just because you want to. So think of an area that you want to go all in, an area that you want to grow, something you want to get better at, something you want to go deeper in, and something that you want to just enhance. What are you choosing right now and what do you want to be more all in on? What do you want to be less go with the flow on? So when I say going all in, it sounds so empowering, doesn't it? Aren't you right now thinking, yes, this is such a cool thing to think about. It sounds so empowering. It sounds empowering and exciting and fierce. 
E-E-F. It sounds empowering, exciting, and fierce, doesn't it? But I want to talk about what going all in is really like. And the reason I'm talking about this now is I've really experienced this within the last week. I think when we believe that going all in is empowering, exciting, and fierce, we end up kind of waiting for these feelings to be there. And then we end up not going all in. Because in fact, going all in can be quite uncomfortable and it can even be scary to go all in. So it might be helpful for you to think about an area of your life that really is important to you that you might be holding yourself back. So I guess going all, I guess the opposite of going all in is holding back. And I want to share with you what has been going on with me and hopes to inspire you. So this last week, I've been thinking so much about sharing this with you. And I've decided to go all in on this podcast because I really want to give you some clarity in case you've been feeling the nudge or the calling to go deeper, going all in in an area of your life. Maybe you call it taking a leap of faith. Maybe you call it betting on yourself. Whatever you want to call it, I want this to inspire you. So let me give you a little bit of backstory. If you've been following me for for a while since the beginning of this podcast, you know this already. But if you're new, a lot of you are new to me or you kind of skip around a bit. So let me tell you, and you will know this if you decide to go all the way back to the first podcast, you will know this. When I started this podcast, it was actually called the Beautiful Entrepreneurs Podcast. And now I've changed it to the Courtney Gray Podcast. Let me tell you why. So I am actually a jewelry artist. I am a glass. I started out in college taking a glass class, learning how to fuse glass, and I started making jewelry. There's so much of that story in there, and you can go back way to the beginning and get more details on that. But basically, I have a multiple six-figure jewelry business. I've been running this jewelry business. I created it out of my garage. Actually, I created it originally out of my apartment, and then my house, and then my garage 18 years ago. It has been just like my my fourth child. It has been amazing. I have grown this business to multiple six figures. I had two wonderful assistants working for me, coming and, and helping me build this jewelry business. It has just been an amazing journey. And the reason I got into coaching is I hired a coach to help me make more money in my jewelry business. I felt like I had done all the things. Have you ever felt that way in your life? You're like, I have tried something on my own and I just don't know what else to do, this is a great time to hire a coach. And so that's what I did. I was like, okay, I've heard, I think I've always been into self-betterment and self-development. So I hired a life coach to help me make more money. And I, it did help me make more money. And it helped up-level every area of my life. And so my relationships got better. My relationship with myself, my fitness, my husband, my kids, it all got better as I made more money in my business. So then I decided to actually get certified as a life coach just to kind of expand, like take my learning even deeper. And then I thought, well, you know, my husband kind of challenged me to, well, if you're getting certified and paying all this money to become a life coach and and go through the certification, maybe you should start coaching people and make money. I fell in love with it. And it really has become my new passion. It's become my second half. It's become really my main priority. And so when I started coaching, I started naturally coaching entrepreneurs because I was an entrepreneur. Because when I started saying, I'm a life coach, that's what came to me. People that had 
followed my journey and seen me build this beautiful business were like, I want you to help me build my business. I'm like, perfect. So I started this podcast, The Beautiful Entrepreneurs, and I started really helping people with mindset around money and thinking big and growing a business and how to push themselves and how to think outside the box and how to think like an entrepreneur and all these things. And it was so wonderful. Along the way, what I really realized is uh, it's not necessarily coaching on entrepreneurship that I loved. It's coaching women that I love. And then I realized I love coaching the younger girls. I love coaching the men too. But who I really loved helping was women really in midlife. And then what I know to be true and what has gotten us to where I am now, where I really am loving helping women like coaching life and body and weight loss is that when you take care of your own self, which a lot of us women don't, when you put yourself first in an area and really decide to go all in on yourself, the ripple effects to the other areas of your life are huge. In fact, it's so funny. If someone came to me and said right now, like, oh, I want to make more money. I would say, how's your fitness? How's your sleep? How's your eating? How do you talk to yourself about the way you look and about the way you're moving in the world and how you're aging? I really know now that when you start with you and your mind and your body, the ripple effects out to your life are absolutely huge. That's kind of like a snapshot as to what my journey has been. But I will tell you that as I have grown my coaching business, I have also continued to do my jewelry business. I make a lot of money in my jewelry business. My family relies on that money. The few ways I make money with my jewelry business is I have a website. I make over $100,000 a year just purely online. I have a beautiful, huge email list. I have a beautiful, huge social media following, very engaged. And I also sell a little bit of wholesale, like so I sell to a little bit to stores. But really what I do is I do my local farmer's market. Now you're probably thinking if you don't have a business, you're probably thinking of like farmer's market, like $500 a weekend. No, multiple thousands of dollars a weekend I make at my local farmer's market when, when it's not even a holiday. And I do really well at my farmer's market. I'm taking a moment to tell you that I work privately one-on-one -on -one with women to help them lose weight permanently and create a body they love. This is not a diet program. This is a customized program to teach you how to eat the way you want to eat forever. No more restriction, no more willpower, no more losing weight only to sabotage and then gain it back again. The problem is not you. We women are so hard on ourselves and we think if we could just get motivated or more determined, if we could find the right diet plan or cut out certain foods, we will lose weight and be happy. But the answer is changing your brain and how you think and feel, changing your self-image and how you talk to yourself, learning how to trust yourself. This is how you lose weight permanently. It sounds too good to be true, but I promise you it's not. The work I do with my clients is powerful, exciting, and loving, and it's hard work too, but the result is change forever. The women I work with are smart and successful in so many areas of their life. They just haven't been able to figure out their body. This is where I come in. Head to my website to schedule a consultation and we can talk about all the details. Back to the podcast. 
I put a lot into my farmer's market. I was getting, for years and years, I made about $400. I mean, for probably three years, years ago, I would make about $400 a weekend. Even that, if you think about it, $400 a weekend, it paid our mortgage every month. So it was amazing. But I remember getting to the point where I was like, okay, I'm doing really well online. It's exhausting to be at the farmer's market. Maybe I should just give up the farmer's market. But I decided, I made like an, in fact, this is kind of ironic, uh, talking about going all in. I decided before I give up the farmer's market, because I was feeling like 400 really wasn't totally worth my time. I thought, you know what? I think I'm going to go all in. And I'm going to really, really, what I decided to do is I said, I'm going to make my booth at the farmer's market, like the Nordstrom's of the farmer's market. I am going to up level it in every way. And I did, I like went and I had custom tablecloths made that just look really elegant. I went and got a whole, I got three different seasons worth of props for my table, like display items. I actually hired a woman who is an expert in display. Like she used to display for Ralph Lauren and now she displays for a bunch of other people in our town. She's like, there's a name for it, but I forget the name, but she like does displays. And I hired her to look at my display and critique it. And I paid her just to tell me, give me her advice on what to do to elevate my display, to make it a better experience. I ended up doing little things like, instead of just having one mirror that a woman can put a necklace on and look, I had two. Cause I would get like, sometimes I get like 10 people around my booth at one time and I didn't want them all kind of frustrated fighting over one mirror to, to try on something and look I so I had two and I made sure they were beautiful mirrors and I made sure they were always clean and and I would change my display items with the season okay so I could keep going and going and going but anyways it was no joke I up leveled my display I went all in on my farmer's market booth. And what that did is it quadrupled how much money I started bringing in at the farmer's market. Also, as a side note, is I really started bringing, like I doubled how much inventory I was bringing as well. I went all in on that farmer's market and you better fucking believe it was worth it to me very quickly. I made way more money at the farmer's market than I ever had before. So let me just say this as well, um, and this is not anything I want to do to rant and complain, but let me kind of give you a picture of what it takes to, to do this farmer's market. I have to work kind of all week to make sure I have enough inventory to sell. When you're selling two or $3,000 of product at a market, you have to be making a lot of product during the week. So I would make product all week, not only for my store here in town that I'm in, but I would make product that I'm selling on the website. Then I would be making product to sell at the farmer's market that I would would be doing repairs and doing all those things, replying to emails. And then I would have to go to bed early Friday night, most most Friday nights for the past 18 years. I would be going to bed early because I would be getting up at 4 a.m. to get ready for the farmer's market. Then I would be out there at 6 a.m. Whether it was 30 degrees or whether it was 105 degrees, I would be out there. I would um, unload my car. I would set up an intricate display. Like imagine a display that would be in Nordstrom's. It would take me about an hour and a half to set up this display. And then I would work all day talking with people and the energetic energy, just talking with people. And, and it was so wonderful. My cl my clients and customers are at the market are wonderful. That was the best part of it. It was, I've made so many friends at this market and, and my, my customer is just a very elevated type of woman. So I have amazing conversations at this farmer's market. 
some of my favorite people in our town, I have become friends with at my farmer's market. So it was amazing. But then at the end of the day, I would have to break it all down, pack it all in my car, get home and then unload it. And I often would, once I got home, I would ask my kids to help me unload it, of course. But then I would be really so exhausted by the time I got home, I would take a nap. And so then Saturday night, I'd have a hard time sleeping because I was so like rested from my nap because I was so exhausted. And then I would wake up Saturday morning and that was, or Sunday morning, and that was my day like to do my podcast, right? I have to do my, this podcast and all this. Needless to say, I've not really been taking a lot of time off. I, I'm a bit of an overworker anyways, and I've been trying to really do a good job of not overworking. But I'm going to tell you, when you've got two thriving businesses it's hard to not. And this year in my coaching business, I've already in May made more than I made in the whole of 2022 last year. So things are going really well. But I felt on Friday all of a sudden, like I had a moment and I realized something. I'm like taking a deep breath even as I get ready to tell you. I realized that I need to go all in on coaching. And like I said before, I was kind of thinking that going all in means feeling empowered, feeling excited and feeling fierce. Just when I decided that I wanted to make more money at the farmer's markets and I'm going to go all in and it was exciting and fierce and empowering, but sometimes going all in is scary. I'm like taking a deep breath as I talk to you here. <laughs> I'm not even going to edit this out because I want you to hear me. Even talking about this is scary. For me, my coaching business is my second act. It is like the new love of my life in terms of business. To make money by helping people is unbelievable. And let me tell you, I love my jewelry business. And I have, I could tell you, I could do a whole podcast on stories about people that have loved my jewelry so much and that my jewelry and gifting jewelry to their families has meant so much that they've actually been buried in their Gracie glass jewelry. People who have, I mean, I, I'm not even going to go into it. I have so many stories of people coming and telling me how much my jewelry has meant to them. It's been symbolic. It's something they wear every day. All the things. I, I, I won't even go there, but I have tons and tons of stories. As much as um, that's amazing what I have created through that jewelry business, my coaching business is even more powerful for me. I feel like it is, I am sharing something with people that is life-changing and it is what I want to give my energy and my time to. And in order to go all in on coaching, on this last Friday, I realized this has to be my last farmer's market. I'm like, can you can you tell I'm all trying not to cry? <laughs> I'm totally trying not to cry. I've actually recorded this like five times and I keep crying. So now I'm just going for it. I'm not going to stop and re-record. And it is scary is what I'm telling you right now. Sometimes going all in, even though we think it sounds so exciting and so so fierce and so empowering, it is scary. And I realized on Friday, all of a sudden I had this moment. I actually have been working with a hypnotist. And I won't, that's a whole nother podcast as well. But it was amazing. And I was um in a session with him, and all of a sudden I started crying. And we were talking about my business and my life's purpose and where, where I want to put my time, especially 
you know, as my kids are really, I mean, we are going to be empty nesters in probably about a year and a half. So all this is happening. And I'm like, where do I want to go from here? What do I want my next chapter to look like? And all of a sudden I started crying and I said to him, the only reason I am still doing the jewelry is because I'm scared to go all in on my coaching. Even though I kind of felt like I was going all in. I feel like I'm doing such a great job. I have tons of clients. I am also working for another coach. I feel I have this amazing podcast. I feel like in a way I could not be going more all in. But I realized in that moment, in order to live at like my highest level, in order to make time to relax on weekends, to give my mind a break, to enjoy the last year and a half having my kids at home in town to enjoy going to visit my sister. My sister is going to be moving and now I get to go visit her to enjoy, spend more time with my parents and my friends and do all the things I want to do and really give my business baby, which our businesses are like our babies, my coaching business, the energy and love it deserves. I need to give up the farmer's markets. And it's a lot. I will tell you, it's a lot. It's, it's scary because of the amount of money I am giving up. But in order to go all in on my coaching, I have to be willing to be scared and I have to be willing to let the jewelry go in this way. And the good news is, is I have something that I can always go back to. If I decide to in the fall, I can go back and I can do the farmer's market. So that leads me to this. When you're thinking about going all in on something, first I want you to think about why you want it. We talked a little bit last week about why as well. Why do I want this? I just gave you tons of reasons why I want this for myself, right? But ask yourself, why do I want to do this? Why do I want to go all in? And then ask yourself what I asked myself on Friday. What is stopping me from going all in? Why am I not going all in? And I realized on Friday when I was in that hypnotherapy session that the reason I was still doing the markets, the farmer's markets with the jewelry was because I was scared to stop. And that isn't a good enough reason for me. I literally came out of that session and I called my sister immediately and said, this is my last farmer's market. And then I told my husband that night at dinner, this is my last farmer's market. I actually did some other things behind the business that doesn't even matter to you that really solidified that that I, I'm going to, at the very least, I told the farmer's market people, that my friends at the farmer's market, I told them, hey, at the very least, I'm going to be gone till September. And that leads me to this. What is the worst case scenario? Because I thought to myself, okay, I'm no longer doing the farmer's market, but what is the worst case scenario? Is The worst case scenario is I go back. And so I told the farmer's market people on Saturday at the end of the market, I said, hey, listen, I am taking the summer off. I'm going to come back in September. And even that was scary to me because I thought, what if they said to me, yeah, you need to be here or you, you can't be a part of the market. So I even thought to myself, I might need to pay to be there and then just not be there. Like I need to, I might need to pay my fee, fee. That was what I said. What's worst case scenario? Worst case scenario is they say you need to pay your fee even though you're not here. And I thought, I'll do it. But they didn't say that. They just said, oh my God, have a great summer. See you in the fall. They're so amazing. But ask yourself, what is the worst case scenario? But two different ways to look at this. What is the worst case scenario if I go all in? What is the worst case scenario if I don't go all in? What am I, what am I missing out on? 
What am I missing out on if I don't go all in on something that is calling to me? And then here's a question. So often in life, we think about the worst case scenario. In fact, we like sometimes obsess about the worst case scenario, but what's the best case scenario? And that's what I thought is the best case scenario is for the first time in my life, I actually take weekends off. The first time in my life, I actually energetically enjoy my family and nature and do all the things like really live my life on the weekends. The best case scenario is I have even more energy and time to put into my coaching business, which is what I want to do. It literally is just what I want. And it was so funny is the hypnotist. He said to me and he goes, what I just heard from you out of everything is I don't want to do the jewelry anymore. And he goes, is that enough? And I said, but I'm scared. And that's why we're here. I'm going to cry every time I start talking about that. But that's why we're here. Can you be scared and can you go all in on yourself? I think that we, again, I've talked about this so many times on the podcast, we go throughout our lives and we are trained to feel good at all times. That's why we're eating. That's why we're scrolling. That's why we're watching TV. It's why we're sitting on the couch because we want to feel good. We were designed to feel good. It keeps us living longer in a sense, but I don't think it keeps us living an amazing life. Are you willing to feel scared and feel fear to have a more amazing life? And yes, I fucking am. And that's what we're talking about here. And then here's what I asked myself. How can I support myself in this? How can I ask for my husband to support me in this? How can I ask for my girlfriends to support me in this? And I didn't even have to ask. And the beautiful thing I've created in my life is every single friend I have told has come back with the biggest smile and they're like, you're so ready for this. We've been waiting for you to do this. We knew it was coming. And you know what my husband said? And this was the best thing he could have ever said. Oh, I don't have to load your car. I don't have to help you pack your car up anymore. It was beautiful. It was so trivial. It was like, oh, this is no big deal. To me, what that said was, oh my God, this is so no big deal. You've got this. So here's a question for you. What would you do? What would you go all in on if you weren't scared? What would you go all in on If you didn't know the whole path, because we're not supposed to know the whole path. We are not supposed to know exactly what this looks like. What would you do if you weren't scared? Because going all in can be scary. So what would you go all in on? So thanks for hanging with me. Thanks for allowing me to get emotional with you. I literally stopped and started this podcast probably 10 times. And then I just decided, I think that the emotion is going to be there. I just have to let it be there. I hope this was powerful for you. If I can help you with any of it, you know I'm here for you. Have a great Tuesday. If you are ready to lose weight and keep it off permanently, if you have tried diets and you know they don't work and you are ready for real change, I would love to have a conversation with you. I coach women privately one-on-one and am currently offering consultations to talk about working together. Click my link in the show notes or head to CourtneyGrayCoaching.com or you can find me on Instagram at CourtneyGrayCoaching.